Hello and welcome to Select Match Type. My name's Simon Cowgill and I'm joined as always by Christopher Ellis. Hi Chris, how are you? I'm not too bad, sorry yourself. Yeah, not too bad. It's bloody warm today. Uh, I've done my boards of listeners a solid by uh, not turning my fan on, so it doesn't sound like a helicopter's uh, sat next to my face, but I'm suffering for it. How about you? Suffering. Suffering for your art. Yeah, exactly. yeah I'm, not, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad, although there's some people who are repairing a car outside and clearly not socially distancing from two separate households. So I've also had to unfortunately close the windows this year, volume of them, so you don't hear just what sounds like a, a mechanics in the background. People applaud the NHS, but what about us, eh? I know, we're the real heroes here. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all um, relative, really. So I'm sure we're um, seen as heroes in some people's eyes. <laughs> it's all done now, anyway. It's all over. Have you not heard? Everyone's out. Every, yeah. It's all done. It's all <laughs> over. Don't, don't worry about it anymore. Um, okay, so we are going to look back one more time on Royal Rumble. So we've covered um, eight matches, nine if you include um, our special that we did in the in the previous series focused on the 2020 men's rumble um we focused on the on the women's match from 2020 uh then the men's from 98 92 then we sort of went all over the place with our uh, timeline so 2000 2011 1999 2005 and finally 2001 uh which one then chris would you say is your favorite that we've looked back on I've given this some thought because there's a lot of there's been a lot of good ones. Austin winning was great. The women the women's Royal Rumble Andrew McIntyre as well was also great from recent years. However, yeah. uh, the performance the whole way through and the whole package, Ric Flair winning '92 is my favourite Rumble that we've covered. Yeah, I've, it was down to that one and, and 2001 for me. Um, I have no doubt in my mind that 2001 is mainly because of nostalgia. Uh, it's like a warm blanket that I've had for since I was like a 10-year-old. I didn't have a blanket as a 10-year-old, so I don't know why I said that. But yeah, it's uh, definitely <laughs> nostalgia. You grew that poor. You grew that poor, so you didn't have blankets. Couldn't yeah, afford blankets. Couldn't afford blankets or on the mean streets of Clitheroe, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I I tend to agree. I think 92 was, was the best match, or the best story, um, mainly for, for Flair. Um I, I did particularly enjoy 2001. The in-ring stuff for 2005, I thought was probably the the best sort of in-ring work that we saw, mainly because of the the roster at the time. But yeah, yeah. I think we see. Sorry, I was going to say, I think I think we can see a, a clear trend emerging as we go year by year as the ring work and the spots get better and it gets more fluid than the punch kick. The previous rumbles, you can see a clear. If you did it on a bell curve, we'd see a clear, a clear line through. Yeah, I'd say that's probably right. It's just a shame that we had to cover 2011 in there, which was just far too long and a bit of a shit match. Yeah, well, you get these anomalies. You know, they they prove the the exceptions prove the rule. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The other thing with the matches we've covered, um, they. Each of them follow sort of similar tropes. So we discussed um, things like corner punches and, and that sort of thing. Obviously, the, the timing being taken very much with a pinch of salt. But the, 
the way that they all tell different stories and each one feels sort of unique is uh, a big plus in Royal Rumble matches, I think. Yeah, the the best rum the best rumbles are the ones, as you say, that tell their own stories. We did we've had a couple where we could have picked any you could have had any winner and it yeah. wouldn't have made a great deal of difference. The ones that stay strongest, but it's true in everything we've covered so far, whether it be this, whether it be the Survivor series match or really strong ladder match, it's all the stories are the absolute key. If you don't get it right then no one cares about even about the Royal Rumble and someone winning it. Not to it's, sound too much like Cornette, but <laughs> no, exactly. Not to sound, not to sound like a Jim Cornette legend. Love Jim Cornette, but yeah, there's there's nothing. You need those stories. If you don't have that, then it could be anything. You don't really care about it, and that's why our ones, the Ric Flair one, as I said, it's a great story running through it. Austin, again. Great story running for it. Even the one when Matt Man won, you might not like the ending. You have to realize, you have to think, yeah, the story really does work. Yeah, and it wasn't the end of the story. It was like, yeah, a stop off on the road to them, obviously feuding throughout um, the the late nineties, early two thousands. Um, so we focused on which ones we enjoyed. Were there any? I I said that I did not care for two thousand and eleven. Um, were there any that st- stuck out for you as as poor? Or your least favourite? No. no, because the problem the problem with Royal Rumbles is if when when they are poor, you do just com- you do just completely forget about them. I yeah. can't even. The part of the ones we covered that we really, for the most part, really enjoyed. If you'd ask me any of the other winners, I would. I don't think I'd know. I think I would really. <laughs> I would really should. Obviously, we didn't cover Shawn Michaels winning, which. Seems a glaring omission on our part now that we have to draw look back. Well, we didn't want to make every series just a Shawn Michaels loving, but um, so yeah, um, we'll we'll talk about that as um, one of the ones that we could have looked at. Um, but I think the other one that was probably second uh, worst for for me behind 2011 was 98, largely because um, the in ring stuff was was bad, but also. The whole match was just waiting for Stone Cold Steve Austin to come out. Like, there wasn't a chance that any other person would stand a chance of winning. No, that's as we said. That that can be a problem through the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the strongest ones are the ones where we have, say, five or six people whose storylines could be pushed. The yeah. one, the problem we had a problem is where you watch all thirty come out and go, oh, there's only two people in this Rumble of any possibility of winning it. I mean, th- there's always a good chance that'll be the case, because there's always going to be guys f- further up the card than than the rest. Um, but yeah, particularly the ones that we've seen, like um, in 2001, for instance, there was four guys that could win it. 2005, there was a few. Um, t- 2020 with the Women's Rumble, there was five or six women that could have probably potentially won that one. So yeah, I think it, it definitely helps to have... Um, have a, a a list of people that could potentially win rather than just having one or two outstanding candidates. Exactly. So it's it's fun as I say. It's the rum the rumble. They can be either brilliant or they can be poor, and then you got very few in between. I think the standout ones are truly standout. 
and yeah, the poor ones. But even the poor ones, like if we compare 2011 Royal Rumble match, I would pro- much prefer that than a, a lot of other matches that we would see in 2011 because it's even within the match itself, you're going to see a lot of different things. What I'm saying yeah, is, I like Royal Rumble. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, in the same way I like Survivor Series. Yeah. <laughs> I like Survivor Series elimination matches. It's just, as I say, it's when when they're great, they're truly, truly brilliant and a strong, as we say, a strong story and a decent, a decent shock ending. It's the same way that when obviously McIntyre won it this year, Nakamura won it the other year. Sheamus. Sheamus. See, there, at least I think Sheamus. Maybe maybe less. I think Nakamura was the biggest surprise in recent years. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Of, of, sort of apart from Mac, apart from McIntyre, but yeah. it wasn't um, unexpected. Like in the build-up to the, um, like he was one of the favourites. Yeah, I suppose he had. He'd come in though, but he'd come in on a streak when he came in, and they hadn't really done anything with him. They looked like they were just. <laughs> they had no idea what to do with him. No. So yeah. Um, other sort of recent winners, Randy Orton, um, Lesson, in 2019, Reigns, Triple H, Batista, yeah, really unexpected guys. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, we're, I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad we haven't covered half of those, to be honest. No. Right, so looking back at some of the others that we could have covered, so you've already mentioned Shawn Michaels, so in 1995, he won from the number one spot, being the first guy to ever do that. Um, and I guess that match is very much famous for him skinning the cat. Um, it might not have been the first time that had happened, but it was the first time it was ever made such a big deal of, I think. Yeah, poor Davy Boy Smith. <laughs> and, it, and he's not got back into the Hall of Fame this year yet because of coronavirus. So bad, bad times for, for Davy Boy. Just thinking in an alternative timeline, Shawn Michaels dicks up that skinning the cat. Frozen strop because that's what Michaels was like, and we'd have Davy Boy Smith as the world champion. Oh, we could have had the Montreal screw job with Davy Boy in <laughs> and Shawn Michaels instead. It would have yeah, been called like, had... the, the Manchester screw job or something. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds dicey, that. Yeah, it really does. Um, so, yeah, Michaels was the first one to win it from number one, uh, but he's not the only person because Chris Benoit also did the, the same thing in 2004. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's it's pretty much been erased from the, the history books, that one, obviously, for or for, for obvious reasons. Um, the, the sort of big performance that year, though, was the big show who eliminated uh, a hell of a lot of guys. Um, he was really being played up as a, as a monster uh, off the back of him um, feuding with Lesnar. Um, some others then, so two, 2007, um, probably the best final two sequence um, in history. So that's with Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker as the final two. And it went on for about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, and that the story is that that's when they sort of knew that they were going to build towards um, WrestleMania 25 and um, after that WrestleMania 26 too. Yeah, it's, I love Shawn Michaels in the report. All that's done is remind me how much I love the Undertaker Shawn Michaels promo for the second second WrestleMania match. And I'm just sitting here thinking, we're going to have to watch that as soon as we get this episode in the can. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, other ones, so back here from that, 2006. So Rey Mysterio coming out at number two, uh, winning in tribute to Eddie Guerrero. Um, again, that's a sort of, sort of story that sells itself. Um, go, in that match, he lasted longer than anyone until the uh, greatest Royal Rumble, which definitely doesn't count. <laughs> No, in no way, shape, or form were we recognising that as an official or a rumble. But yeah, he uh, he won from number two, going 62 minutes. Um, wasn't the strongest um, roster at that point, so there was Simon Dean, Psychosis, the coach featured once again in a Royal Rumble. He's been in multiple, apparently. Uh, Tatanka, uh, Trevor Murdoch, Ro- Road Warrior Animal, guys like that were all around in, at this point in time, so... Yeah, I don't remember. I remember. I remember all of them. I remember all of them apart from Trevor Murdoch. Oh, he was part of like the hillbilly tag team. Uh, what was their name? Yes, I do vaguely remember because there's oh, one really well turned. Cage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's one really well turned out one. There's like the yeah. There's like the proper hillbilly hillbilly, and then the southern kind of other half were not there. That was it. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was Caden yes. Murdoch with the with the, the team name. Wow, I didn't think we'd be talking about Caden Murdoch in a in a Royal Rumble uh, recap. Um, some of the less um, less good ones then. So 2014, um, Daniel Bryan uh, had been chanted, uh, or Daniel <laughs> Bryan's name had been chanted throughout the whole night, including the title match where John Cena and Randy Orton uh, were booed throughout. Uh, Three, two, one. Uh, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, Rey Mysterio comes out as as you say to huge boos. Batista goes on to win the match to an absolutely awful reaction, um, probably the the worst in history, um, just because the crowd wanted Daniel Bryan, and obviously that means Vince McMahon doesn't want to put him over. The the boos from that year were only um, only worse the following year when Roman Reigns won and somehow was booed even more. Uh, WWE sort of learned their lesson by putting Daniel Bryan in the match, uh, but he got eliminated early on. He lo- only lasted ten minutes, so the crowd turned from that point uh, and basically took over the match. Uh, which school of thought are you on this one? Do you think that's fair enough and? Um, the, the crowd should be able to sort of do what they want or are wrestling fans who had that or did that quite um, entitled and um, oh god it's it's, it's really, I'm torn because it's really hard because I go I, I have the one point of thought the one school of thought you go we well, you know, they're, they're all dedicated professionals Roman Reigns is a good good wrestler he deserves be able to give his, they'll be able to go out there and just give their show and work hard and have the audience pay attention to them. But then I go, well, when we when we when we went to watch WWE and we're looking like 50, 60 quid a ticket for not really decent seats, yeah. and you look at ringside and they're two and a half thousand or whatever they are, yeah. and you go, if you're paying that for the Royal Rumble. And you're not getting what you can probably justify chanting whatever the hell you want. Um, yeah, I, I, the the first time it happened, I was sort, I was probably more on the side of the fans, but it just felt like, uh, we're not getting what we want, so we just we'll do, we'll take over the show ourselves. But 
if it's like the problem is if if it's once and the fans wanted Daniel Bryan to come out last year the first time and he doesn't and they boo and they, you go you go okay fair enough but then to have basically that man go oh you are oh, you really unhappy you didn't have Bryan so we'll put him in, in in now and have him eliminated really early you can understand how the fans go right hang on now you know you're taking our money and just taking the piss yeah yeah I suppose um yeah uh it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a fine it's line arguments. to tread, yeah. You could, you could easily have arguments about it. Um, so we, we already mentioned it, but the greatest Royal Rumble, which really doesn't count as a Royal Rumble. Um, so 50 men were, were in it in Saudi Arabia. Um, obviously no women in Saudi Arabia at that point, but <laughs> that's a different story. Uh, Braun Strowman won. Um, he doesn't win a title shot or even a, um, a championship. He just wins a trophy that um, we've not seen since. And he has to wait two years until he actually gets his proper push and, and wins the title. Uh, but that um, match is most famous for Titus O'Neil slipping on the way down to the ring and falling halfway under the ring as he, as he comes in. One of, one of the best, <laughs> apart from that man exploding his quads, is probably the best, or the best Royal Rumble entrance, sorry, ever. Yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> can't say I massively disagree. Um, and then the other two that we potentially could have, could have covered, uh, the, the two first matches. So 2018 was the first ever women's match. Um, it was just littered with sort of a who's who of wrestlers through the last... 10, 15 years. So you had loads of returns from people like Lita, Jackie, Tori, we- Tori Wilson, Trish, Molly Holly, Vicky Guerrero, and Michelle McCool. Um, Asuka won the, the Rumble, and then Ronda Rousey debuted and came out and did her point at the sign before she realised fans might actually boo, so she doesn't like that, and I'll, I'll go home. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh. Okay. This is an argument you can have two ways with Rousey, because you know what? I don't, I don't think it's to work. And if she wants to slag off the fans and go, you know what? I'm leaving. I hate all of you. Fair enough. It's up to her. Yeah, like that's pretty much the attitude Lesnar has, isn't it? In terms of uh, his relationship with fans, I mean, he'll take a payday and do what you tell him to. But well, that's yeah, that's that's very Lesnar. He just. That is apparently exactly what he is. He will just, if you pay him, he will turn up and just do exactly what you tell him to. He turn up to your birthday if we paid him enough. Yeah, not sure how much we'd we'd pay. We'd have to pay for that to happen, but could look into it. We should we we get a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then finally, the, the match we could have covered, or the last match we could have covered, was the, the first ever Royal Rumble back in 1988. Um, it was a 20-man Rumble and won by Jim Duggan. Um, I've never seen it. Have you? No, I was, I was looking through some of the winners the other day and I saw, I saw Duggan's name pop up on the first one and immediately felt... There's absolutely no way I need to watch that in any way, shape, or form. No, I mean looking through the list of who was who was part of it. So Bret Hart, uh, Tino Santana, Butch Reed, Jim Neidhart, Jet Jake Roberts, uh, Harley Race. Then a lot of guys I have no idea who they are, like Sam Houston, Jim Brunzel. Um, jumping, jumping, Jim Brunzel. 
Boris Zukov. There's some, yeah, there's some, there's, it's very much, I'll say it's very much of its era. Of course, it was in 88. <laughs> yeah. Well, everything's off its era, I suppose. Off its era, I yeah. Logic, but, yeah. I can't believe Harley Races are coming out and rocking up the Rumble this year. No, very true. Um, okay, so there's some of the ones that, that we potentially could have looked at. I think we've made some solid choices based on uh, so, some of those. We, we, we missed the Lex Luger, Bret Hart. Absolute fuck up as well. Yeah, which could have made the list. It could have. Um, I mean, to Lex Luger. Um, do how much detail do we want to cover his career in? Bloody hell. Yeah, we'll, we'll, start, we'll, we'll, we'll be fair. His his WWE career was he had one good year. To be fair. Yeah, when he was um, on the USA bus leading into WrestleMania. The Lex Express. The Lex Express. That's right. Yeah. I'm sure he'll pop up at some point. (laughs) Beat Yokozuna at SummerSlam. Yeah, from that July to... Yeah, from July 4th, from the Independence Day show, when he slammed Yokozuna up till WrestleMania. Until the the starting bell of his WrestleMania match, where actually people realised, we don't really care. (laughs) Especially when Bret Hart's in the main event. Up until that point, it was going really well for him. Yeah. Up until the biggest moment of his career, then it was all downhill. Happens to the best of us. Yeah. Um, So the Royal Rumble, as we talked about pretty much every year, has a stats um, recap. Uh, I thought I'd turn it into a bit of a a quiz for you. So I've got a few stats, um, and I just want you to have a guess. So um, we'll start with the most successful. So who has the most wins? I'll give you a clue. It's three. Three wins, Chris. Austin. Austin, correct. Hogan with two is in second. So Roman Reigns has been runner-up in the Royal Rumble the most times with four. Right. Okay. Who's who's in second place on that list? Ah, uh, who's in second place? And okay. How many? Oh. Oh, there's a there's a there's a few in my head. Oh. There, there say... is a few, there is a few. Um, and I want to say, say Big Show is one. With how many? With three. So Big Show is in there with two. Unfortunate. Oh, so, unfortunate. so close. Uh, there's three other guys. There's Shawn Michaels, John Cena, and one other. The Rock? Triple H. Ah, Triple H. <laughs> See, I had a problem there because I've... I've you had to go people who somehow didn't win the Royal people who did things that were best for business and Triple H isn't a name that immediately popped into my head. <laughs> yeah. Well, Triple H has also won it twice, <laughs> as has Michaels, as has Cena. Uh, the Big Show's never won it, but yeah. It was more to point out that in the um, since Roman Reigns' first Rumble appearance is 2014, he's uh, been runner-up four times and won the match. Which is pretty good going. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's not too bad, and people complain that he's being pushed down down our throats. Yeah. No, border dash. <laughs> uh, what do you think is the highest uh, or most successful entry number? This gets covered every single year. Yeah, it's it's, it's something it's something in the twenties. It's like twenty two or twenty three. 
It's 27. There's been four winners from 27, uh, most recently in 2001. Uh, the, the second places are 30 and 24 with three each. Um, Makes sense. Who has spent the most time cumulatively in Royal Rumble matches? So not just in one match, but over their whole career. I'm going to say Rey Mysterio, because not only has he been had his hour-long stint, he's in every one, pretty much. So Rey Mysterio is second on the list. Ah. Oh. Uh, but he is 58 minutes below um, first place. First place. Who's in every, every year? Is it is it a top level talent or is it a mid card? He was a top level. Or he is a top level talent, but he's not going to be in any Royal Rumbles for a, the foreseeable future. Uh, Edge. It's Chris Jericho. Jericho. Four hours ah. fifty nine. Rey Mysterio in second place. Four hours and one. Triple H. Four hours in third place. Um, How has Jericho never won the Royal Rumble? Well, a lot of the time, so we we talked about this, like when he was um, a performer sort of regularly, so before he um, used to take time off, he wasn't quite at the top of the card, was he? So he was always in the rumble doing um, or building to other things. So like the China uh, elimination that that we had him in, um, I can't remember who the other one was, but yeah, it was always to set up other things rather than him. Having really and good shows fair, in the Rumble. The, the year that Edge won, the year that Edge wins it, Jericho then wins the title of the next pay-per-view to set up Edge, Jericho yeah. for the yeah, moment. Right. So, to be fair, so he has had, he has had his, his moments. It's not, it's not like he's been buried. And he's the first Universal Champion. Yeah, yeah, this is very true. Um, most eliminations in one match. Who do you think? There's uh, there's two that are tied. It used to, it used to be Kane, but it used to be Kane. Always be Kane. Is it Rain? Is it Reigns as well? No, Reigns is um, total well, th- third um, because there's a jo- a joint first place. Big Show. Nope. Oh God. Kane One of them. They're, they're both within the last couple of years. I don't know. I can't think. So Strowman had thirteen eliminations in the Greatest Royal Rumble, which again uh, I, okay. I don't which think we don't counts. count. That's... So this year, Brock Lesnar eliminated thirteen people in a row to uh, to take the or tie the record, as as they would say. But I would say take the record. That just fl- that flies by. I can't believe he eliminated thirteen. Yeah. What annoys me slightly about that is why not give him the record outright if you're going to do that? I suppose Kane's been a long-term servant, so yeah. you don't... Well, Kane, is it like, in, Kane's is, is 11, then, Reigns is... 12. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah, and then... So, I don't know. It's one of the Did they sit there and go... No, it gets ridiculous. They go 13, fine. 14, oh, that's ridiculous. That yeah. would never happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, most uh, eliminations overall, so not just in one match. Who do you think? Oh, Kane. Oh. Kane, yeah. 44. Well, he has appeared as Isaac Yankum and Kane, of course. But yeah, 44 eliminations for 
uh, Glenn Jacobs and second place. I'd say, I'd say Big Show's got to be up there as well, surely. Big Show is on 32, which puts him first. Sixth. Okay. Where, where, why are you remembering the Big Show as being like the greatest wrestler um, in history? See, I just every time I remember Big Show being in a rumble, it's normally because he's either coming back or they're pushing him yeah. as this monster. So he, he normally eliminates four or five lower card wrestlers as soon as he comes in. So I'm just remembering every every rumble the Big Show enters, him getting at least four or five eliminations. Fair enough. Um, yeah, second place. So Kane. Isaac Yankum has 44 eliminations. Shawn Michaels second with 41. The Undertaker. I was about to say, I imagine it's the top. Yeah, I was about to say, I imagine it's the top talent who actually get to the end who are going to have the most yeah. eliminations. The Undertaker has 40 eliminations. Um, who has the most appearances ever in a in Royal Rumble matches, Chris? Oh God, I know this as well. It's. Oh, it's something you wouldn't expect, isn't it? I'm sure it is. Uh, no. The, no. The second, there's three for joint second, all of you, I would not expect. But number one, yeah, is um, very much expected, I would say. Oh, it's it's got it's to gotta be someone like Triple H or The Rock or someone like that then, surely. It's Kane again. With oh, of course it is. Appearances. Um, is that 150 eliminations out <laughs> Yeah, joint second. There's three of them on 13 appearances. You, I could probably give you an hour to name wrestlers, and I'm not sure these three would come up uh, from Royal Rumble appearances. But Gold Dust, Dolph Ziggler, and Kofi Kingston are all in second place. There you go, doing the, doing the job, filling out the mid card. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, the Miz is joint third on twelve as well. There you go. You just uh, you just don't think of it. I, I I was doing a quiz on Sporkle the the other day for all the Raw Rumble entrants, and there's been three. There's been three hundred in total. I think it was, and there's okay. tw- twenty minutes. Man, I'm twenty minutes. Or... Just men's. No, just the men's. Okay. Although I'm trying to remember whether it's just up to two. I think it may have been up to 2015 Rumble, possibly. I can't remember. I know I can't remember if it was up to this year's or maybe a couple of years off because that's the quiz last updated. But 20 minutes to 20 minutes to get 300 entrants. I got about 160, I think. Okay, now I bet there's some ridiculously random ones there. That's the problem. That's the, the the problem is all the yeah the, all the old ones, and just people that you just completely forget. Yeah. Like Dolph Ziggler, completely completely forgot him off my list. My list of wrestlers in the rumble. Yeah. Um. So f- female wrestlers, we won't go through all of the same because none of them ha- have. If they had set the record, we would discuss it. But um. There's not been a multi-time women's wrestler that's won the Rumble yet. So we've got Asuka, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. Um, three different runners-up as well. Uh, three different winners' numbers as well, which, again, is odd um, that they've decided to... Or I, I guess it's not odd. Um, yeah, but there, there's just no pattern to the first three. Uh, Natalia's been in the longest um, by 20-odd minutes. 
Um, she probably regrets that later on in life because of the <laughs> gash on the back of her head. Um, most eliminations in a single rumble. Um, there was two um, with eight in the 2020 rumble. We did cover that one. So can you remember who that who those guys or those ladies were? Oh, two two with eight eliminations. Yeah. Right. So Lynch, one of them, I imagine. No. Jesus. Can't believe. Lynch. <laughs> See, this was really bad. This was really bad on my knowledge. My knowledge of taking any notice of women's wrestling, which I really enjoyed the new WWE product. Like I know. I know. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. Lockdown feels like an age ago. It was right at the start. It was. It does feel like forever ago. But um, This was like seven weeks ago now, which bizarrely, so lockdown was still going on. Christ. We covered a whole season, a whole, whole series worth of matches in a lockdown. Yeah. So both of them um, are now on the main roster, but um, we're not far off NXT at this point in time. To give you a bit of a clue. Both so they were both on NXT, but not. So uh, one not... of them, one of them had just moved up, and the other one was about to move up. No, you got to tell. You got to tell me. I've got so a blank. Bianca Belair and Shayna Baszler. Ah, Belair got eight eliminations. Yeah, they both got eight. I can understand it with with we Baszler because talk, we talked about how yeah. impressive they both were. I know, but you can, <laughs> you, you, can you can have an you can have impressive performances without there being a great deal of eliminations throughout the match. But it just seems a, a really it's probably just been a really high number because it yeah. doesn't seem to make any sense. You go, you know, obviously we go, yeah, people have got the record in the men's men's one. But it's not like the men's have someone throwing 13 people over every single Royal Rumble. No, but, well, there's always going to be our record, isn't there? <laughs> like, even after the first one, even if it was one. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what, what, I mean, what I mean is we, we'll have, say, obviously we'll have 13, we'll have Lesnar eliminating 13 people. However, they may, they, WWE may go... Uh, most people eliminated by a single person there's three or four for the next five six years yeah. they have eight people eliminated by the same person Twi- in the first in the two years one. yeah it's a, it is an odd decision um okay so total eliminations overall in royal rumble charlotte flair in her two rumble matches has managed nine so she's one ahead of those two on eight um and there's loads of people that have been in all three so probably not worth Worth mentioning the most appearances. So yeah, um, Royal Rumble by the numbers as uh, the package goes, I guess. Okay, so the other thing that I wanted to talk about, um, in fact, let's do the, the best performances first before we move on to, to the, the big topic. Uh, so what do you think? So I've got two here. So the best performance overall and also the best performance in a, in a single match. Uh, what do you think? The- the best performance overall, or best performer overall. Oh, sorry, the, in the single. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, so the best best one in single match first. There's only there's only one, and it's our best Raw Rumble. It's Ric Flair the whole way through, 100%. telling the telling the absolute. It's just great for it. It's he's not. He doesn't just cling on to the ropes. He does that in part when he needs to, 
but he goes on the attack. It's a great, it's a great performance, both to no end by Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan's commentary. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think other people, well, one other guy, I completely agree. So I'm going Ric Flair, the best uh, single match, but Kane for 2001 definitely deserves a mention. Um, as does I think, and it was very uh, people hated it. But Lesnar in the men's in 2020, I know it wasn't covered in this series. We did it as a bonus in the Survivor Series um, coverage. But yeah, I thought the the story of Lesnar was was very good. But yeah, Flair by a mile was the the best performance we covered. I was gonna say your best your best overall then. So across the uh, the eras, the decades of Royal Rumbles. Yeah, so of the ones we covered, um, only one guy won multiple. So Austin, uh, for the ones we covered, has to be definitely up there. And he's won the most ever. So, yeah, Austin would be the very obvious choice here. Yeah, I think, I think if, we look, if we look back over, obviously Austin over the ones we covered, but when we look back over all the other, over the Rumbles as a, as a whole, obviously... We've seen, I think, pretty much all of them between us, apart from the uh, apart the, from the first one, late eighties. Yeah, apart from, apart from apart from the eighties, I think we've seen pretty much all of them through. And there are some great performers. Obviously, Shawn Michaels. You can't can't go raw and without talking about his performances no. in several of them. I mean, his his as as we already mentioned it earlier with the WrestleMania build up when he loses when he's eliminating people and he loses. He's eliminating that Royal Rumble. Yeah, the sell it's, that he gives, it's, like for yeah. disappointment as he drops off the ropes, it's unbelievable. Exactly, he, he does. He's brewing work, just attacking people. He's just you generally believe he's that frustrated with not with being eliminated. Yeah. I think that's the best. That's probably the best after being eliminated reaction we've got through any of them. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I completely agree. Um, so I'm going to give it to, to Austin. Shout uh, again, a, a bit of a shout out to Kane because in all of the ones that he was in that we covered, um, he was made to look at an absolute beast. Um, so in '99, eliminating himself uh, by stepping over to chase the coats was the uh, the white coats was the only way that he was going to be eliminated. Um, so yeah, I think Kane was very strongly booked throughout. Um, but yeah, Austin for me overall. I, I agree. With, I agree with you, Sai, because when you, when you look at it, he is he has been the strongest. But obviously, that's down that's down to him being great anyway. But he had the best storylines as well, running through. As we say, storylines make a rumble. Yeah, hundred percent. And now uh, the moment you've been waiting all series for, Chris. I've compiled a list for the actual greatest royal rumble. Forget the fifty man bollocks that happens in Saudi Arabia. I have compiled a list of people that have either eliminated themselves or had their spot stolen so that we can have a list, uh, so we can have an actual match from people that never were eliminated in the Royal Rumble. I am genuinely really looking forward. <laughs> this is the most I've looked forward to anything in days. Okay, so in no particular order, um, <laughs> we have 1994 Bastion Bugger. 1998, Skull. 2004, Spike Dudley. 2005, Scotty Too Hotty. 2008, Hornswoggle. 
2015, Axel, as in Curtis Axel. 1999, Mosh. 2004, Test, who was taken out by Mick Foley, who went on to eliminate himself. 2005, Nunzio. 2018, Ty Dillinger. 2019, R-Truth. 2019, Lana. 2018, Matt Hardy. 1989, Andre the Giant. Um, a guy that I have no idea who he is, uh, Mil Mascaras in 1997. Oh, he was a, he was a luchador. Yeah. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. The Man of a Million sounds, Masks, I think, is... I, I'm about to say, yeah, I'll tell you. It sounds really... It, by today's standards, you'll, you'll watch him go, I don't see what all the fuss is about. But I, grew, I started watching him when I first got into wrestling as well. Mill Mascaras is absolutely brilliant. Brilliant luchador. Okay. Uh, there were two others from 97 that eliminated themselves. Uh, Ahmed and Farouk. Um, 1999, Kane. 2001, Drew Carey. 2010, MVP. Uh, and then eliminated himself twice in 1991 and 92. Uh, first of all, as the Macho King in 91 and then the Macho Man in 92, although he did go on to be eliminated in that match. Um, so that's a lot of names that I've just thrown at you. So I've highlighted um, three that I think would probably be the favourites for the match. Um, was Dude, there Shawn, any that... Michaels, Shawn Michaels not eliminate himself in one. I'm, for some reason, I'm sure we'd had Michaels on one of these. Not officially. Not officially, but it's one of those ones where, yeah, he was... I'll, it's fine. I'll go. I'll, I'll, I'll go from the official, the official recordings. Although I feel Sean's really hard. To be fair, he's had an okay career, so we'll. If he doesn't he, win this, he's going to kick up a fuss. I think. Yeah, he he probably won't feel too hard done by if he doesn't win the imagine the greatest ever imaginary Royal Rumble. No. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So out of the people that I've named there, um, was there anyone that? Uh, you think would be in the top three? I've I've picked three out, so yeah. I, I think I think if I if I was booking it, I'd see a final three of Andre the Giant, yeah, Kane, yeah, but won by the Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, they're the three that I picked, um, and I'd probably have Macho Man win as the, um, in a fantasy booking world. Those two like. Um, by the ropes, um, battling to eliminate each other, and Macho Man comes from behind and lifts both of them over using their momentum. There we go. We've, we've done it. You'd have yeah, you'd have match yeah, you'd have Macho Man as the as a proper underdog through that yeah through that match. He was also the guy that uh, eliminated himself twice in matches, so it's only fitting he's, that he he's, wins <laughs> that, that, he's, that particular he's, match. He's a he's a danger to himself. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that is our Royal Rumble coverage co- uh, complete. Unless you've got any closing thoughts, Chris. No, it's been it's been a, it's been a ride, and it's, it's been not. hours and hours and hours of watching some classic Royal Rumble yeah. footage. And we'll f- be we'll be moving to something considerably shorter next. <laughs> Anything's considerably shorter. Yeah, as you say, I've I've very much enjoyed looking back on it. I've mentioned throughout the series that it's my favourite match type. Uh, but watching <laughs> nine of them in the space of like eight weeks has been quite a lot of of um, time spent watching matches and writing notes. So 
I, I look forward to it every year, but I, I wouldn't want to do it <laughs> week after week, to be fair. No, well, <laughs> when WWE bring in their monthly Royal Rumble pay-per-view, then will that? Yeah. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Well, there, there was one last bit of news that I read earlier that I wanted to mention and talk about and see if you'd seen it. Have okay. you seen the 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 news and rumours of the new WWE network? Oh, uh, the free tier of the network. The free t- the free tier with plenty of old pay per views and matches and shows and specials that's going to be on there. To be honest, it's a benefit for us because now <laughs> the only re- the only reason like, we use the network is to go through the archives. Yeah, <laughs> this is very true. I mean, I now, um, I signed up um, for for the free trial um, just before WrestleMania, and I've just forgotten to cancel it. So I'm I'm paying it anyway for the time being. But if if a free tier is going to have the back catalogue, and I don't have to justify paying by watching the the modern stuff at the same time, then I, I'm all for it. Yeah, having. I hope I hope oh, I'm I'm just wary that it means that what they're looking to do is have that with the old stuff, have the newest pay per views a month or so afterwards, and the Raw and SmackDown on the network, and then start charging again for pay per views. Yeah, from from the rumours that have been circulating, it looks as though they're trying to move towards more of a pay per view model or um, how. Um, charging more for the for the network um so yeah it will be interesting to see what they do but i i'd seen the um the headline um that that was happening uh with the the free uh free tier but i'd not actually read the details so thank you for filling me and our loyal uh listeners in don't worry i'll fill you all in i'll fill you all um okay so that is the royal rumble done um I'm sure you're eager to hear what we're covering next. Um, so without further ado, series four. I can't believe we've got three series through so far so quickly, Chris, but series four will focus on hell in a cell. Hell Sorry. Not gonna bother direct it, just that. Just hell. Just hell. Yeah. Okay, uh, so until our next series, thank you very much for listening, as always. Um, thank you for uh, some of the, the, the best matches we've covered so far, Chris, in terms of uh, our enjoyment levels, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to getting stuck in the hell in a cell. Very much. Okay, until next time then, speak to you soon. See you, Bye-bye.